0: That's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. DDW, voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: From the Juicy Scoop and cover to cover podcasts, Comedy Off Broadway and Lexington Green welcomes Chris Frangiola February 9th and 10th. Then from the Bob and Tom Show, Greg Warren returns February 14th through the 17th. And from the finals of America's Got Talent, catch Lexington favorite Preacher Lawson March 1st through the 3rd. For tickets to all shows, call 859 271 Joke or visit Comedy Off Broadway. Comedy off Broadway. this
1: is kentucky sports radio presented by stockton mortgage now here's matt jones
2: welcome everyone kentucky sports radio monday february the 12th abraham lincoln's birthday and we are here at the ks bar and grill with the new Bud light goal post i never seen that before. I, I walked either. in and right there it was. Here, uh, you can give us a shout. We'll open up the phones in a little bit. We're not yet. It's Clark's Puppet Shop phone line, 859-280-2287. A Vision Auto Glass text machine is 772-774-5254. And this edition is sponsored by TJ Smith. Law call TJ. He'll make them pay. Ryan Lemon, Drew Franklin here at the bar. Come on out and have lunch at 11 when we open. Uh, Shannon is in Louisville. So I guess, Ryan, what I would say is there are three things we could talk about. UK-Gonzaga, yeah. we have a new offensive coordinator, Bush-Humden, and the Super Bowl. Uh, I think it's Monday morning, we should try to be, like,
3: happy to start. So I
2: actually think, even though it's a Kentucky show, we start with the
3: Super Bowl. What do you say? I, I agree with you. We're going to be talking about this crappy Kentucky game for a while. So why not start with something that will make us, make us laugh and feel All good right, about All right, so let's it. start with the Super Bowl.
2: Shannon... Uh, at the end of the third quarter tweeted out Z's because he, th- he thought <laughs> it was boring. It was boring. It was a boring-ass <laughs> game. The first it three was. Were first three quarters were boring. But then in the fourth quarter, yep. excitement. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there was intrigue. There was a comeback. It uh, goes to overtime. New overtime rules that it felt like we all had to figure out at once. I was on the phone with Hubby, and I was going, chief better hurry up. Clock's going to get him. Clock's going to get him. And then with, like, 20 seconds left, Tony Romo goes, yeah, by the way, the clock doesn't matter. Yeah, you maybe should have told us that before, Tony. Same. I was sitting there, like, thinking the clock mattered, and then it didn't.
1: Oh, I still thought that it mattered.
2: No? No. Appa- no. So, it, so, it, so it, why even have a clock? I don't disagree <laughs> with you. Why have a clock? Apparently, had, they not, had the clock run out in the first quarter, the Chiefs would have still been able to finish their drive in the second quarter. So yep. I'm with Shannon. Why have a clock? It doesn't make any sense. But regardless, um, it was an exciting Super Bowl, and the Chiefs drew Franklin win again.
4: Yeah, it was uh, a little more low scoring than I think a lot of fans wanted. But I mean, I still was pretty close game. Other than San Francisco having that ten point lead. Kyle Shanahan, a third straight Super Bowl blowing a double-digit lead. Feel bad for him. But I thought even though it was more of a defensive game, I still really enjoyed it. Didn't miss a snap. I I, I don't care for either team, but I was into that game from start to finish. Has he coached the 49ers, all three of them? Uh, he was the Falcons coordinator. Falcons So
2: he's been
3: to three okay. Super Bowls okay. and has that's been up by ten or more in all three.
2: Ooh, That's brutal, yeah. I,
3: I still don't know how the Chiefs won because the 49ers seem to be the best team and seem to be dominating the whole game. But you just can't count out Mahomes, man.
2: Dude, I'm, I'm going to bet on my – Holmes the rest of his life until they until they roll him away he didn't even he his offensive line stinks right his receivers stink see that's the thing that's why they're going to win every year they don't they're not even good this year their receivers (laughs) are besides Kelsey their receivers are not good their offensive line I mean I I watched Booger McFarland on the uh, ESPN first of all they just wheeled out Chris Bourbon from nowhere last night. Did you notice that? No, like he, did they? He's he, all over the field. He hosted the postgame on ESPN. I haven't seen him on TV in a year, and then there he was. Um, but Booker McFarland said that there are two tackles on – and I, I feel like he'd know this. You know, you have to be a certain kind of person to even know what an offensive line does. Yeah. And Booker McFarland was like, the two tackles for the Chiefs are not even NFL worthy, which I thought was a weird Whoa. thing to say – like, Shannon, right after they won the game, yeah, got, you know? They got Super Bowl <laughs> ring that says they're NFL worthy. But, but, like, but I believe him, and so – and yet they still win. So my point is, Ryan, you got to assume they're going to get better at some of these positions. So I feel like they're going to, like, win every year, right?
3: Get better, and you still have Mahomes back there just working his magic, man. You knew you knew every time the Chiefs needed to make, needed to make a play – there's KS Bar on the, on the news right now. Yeah. Every time you I needed – They
2: wrote me and said, do you care if we come to KS Bar? And I was like – well, I mean, do you really want to do that? And they did. Okay, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> nice.
3: uh, every time the Chiefs need to make a big play, he made the play. I mean, it's just, there's this just guy, He is he's phenomenal, made it fun to watch. After a boring kind of first three quarters, it was, it was a you know, going into overtime for the second Super Bowl ever. It was kind of exciting.
2: So let's talk about stuff that actually matters, halftime show commercials. Yeah. Well, Maybe. first of all, let me start, Shannon. Tony Romo. Took some gummies during the
1: day, right? <laughs> Yeah, man. Like he's been saying some weird
2: things. He sang the playoffs, three though. times. Yeah. I mean he sang three times, including yeah. once Adele. And everyone should know they can't sing Adele. What did what happened to Tony Romo? I mean there was a lot of singing and a lot of He is Vegas.
4: What? I thought he took an Ambien. He reminded you me of when you did Thundercats. <laughs> Because it wasn't like a couple seconds on one of those going to break. They let him sing for like eight he or nine seconds. He was singing a lot.
2: Yeah. And I feel like when it's a Super Bowl, Shannon, if I'm an announcer, I'm like, ah, Maybe not
1: seeing. Yeah, you'd, maybe you know? a little more focused, a little more serious. Maybe he took, like you said, maybe
2: he took some of Ryan's Vegas gummies. I just felt like there was a lot of, like, you know, him.
4: I, I thought he was weird. A little too much. He also tried to call a lot of plays and was wrong. He was wrong on almost all of He was of. doing the Romo thing too much, <laughs> and he kept being wrong. Kept and I'm thinking, just stop. You don't he'd have to be like, problem.
2: Jim, right here, look at this. And then it wouldn't happen. And he'd go, see, Jim? And like, you weren't even right. <laughs> um, then the halftime show. Uh, I I loved it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I got up and I, the next thing I knew, I was all up on him. Yeah, like I mean, I was th- that was perfect for people my age. Yep. Don't you think?
3: For high school, Matt, that is your half. Well, I was a little show. older than that. He college, Matt. College law okay. school,
2: Matt. Yeah, but that was that was my kind of. Uh, I, first of all, he's my age. He's 45 and he looks like
3: me. oh, and still bring it too, man. Brings it. Yeah.
2: Actually sang Shannon. You had to appreciate Wait, that. That he? was did he Oh yes. He he was out of breath yeah. the whole time. Oh, so okay. like if you go listen when he sang yeah, which we'll play sorry podcast people, you won't hear it, but we'll play next segment. He's out of like he skips lines and he's kinda out of breath, Shannon, because he's well, been dancing I, for twelve I, minutes. I so. do I do respect
1: that from a performer standpoint, so that's cool. I, I didn't think they were allowed to. I thought that they almost forced every band or performer. To like pre-record? But no, I think he's Drew? Yeah, there was a line. little bit
4: of background, but I mean, like Matt said, there was a point where he just wouldn't say a line because he was catching his breath, and it yeah. was very obvious that he was doing and he a line. roller
2: skated. Roller <laughs> skated. That was impressive.
4: That was impressive. It's impressive to dance on roller uh-huh. skates, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I got it. So excited about that because I don't know if you've seen Usher roller skating on TikTok. It's fascinating to watch. <laughs> I hope that shows up on your algorithm. Okay. If uh, it does, so tonight, when he came out on the skates, I got very excited. If
2: Usher on on roller skates. Shows up on my TikTok phone. I'm gonna know you're listening to me right now because I would like to hear that about Luda came out too. Uh, So like that's the thing. Yeah, I realized I was a 45 year old man just uncontrollably screaming Luda. (laughs) Like come on, that was cool though. It was. Yeah, he's out. He was in the club so conspicuous. (laughs) um Lil john who yeah. then Dr- drew told me is playing in Glasgow next in two weeks
4: what, what? yeah is there two fridays from now at the, where the, uh, i don't have papa the name. john's their their venue there i'm sorry i don't have the name off the top of my head here but yeah he's in glasgow too uh, uh how is Lil john going to glasgow kentucky do you think there's ever been anyone to play for that many people and then, less than two weeks later, no offense to Barron County, but I yeah, think there's not gonna going to be a hundred million the people watching. Super Bowl watching. to Barron County. Wow, and I, he's gonna—it's gonna be great there. But I just don't think the numbers are going to line up with what he
1: just did last night, and he's gonna get paid more in Barron County. than yeah, the Yeah, he gets nothing. got nothing for <laughs> yeah. the Super Bowl. All
2: right, so you did that. Then you had the commercials. Uh, I think I was with you. So first of all, I felt like the commercials kind of made for me a little bit, right? Nerd Gummy Clusters? Yeah. I, knew, I thought of you when I yeah. saw that. Yes, so did a lot of people. Uh-huh. I got a lot of nerd Gummy Clusters. 30 Rock. There was a 30 Rock group. I'm a huge 30 Rock. Uh-huh. I'm on a 30 Rock rewatch right now. Aubrey Plaza, who yeah. I've always kind of had a crush on. She was in one. Um, the uh, the Neil Diamond song I like. I am. I said. Did I ever think of that wouldn't come back? Nope. So I was a big fan of the commercials, and then I thought the funniest one was the guy people coming up to Christopher Walken doing his voice.
3: That was my favorite one all night. I thought that was funny. I actually laughed during that one. I did like there was that one was it was it Uber Eat where they had like a bunch of cameos in it with R- Ross and Rachel. Yes, yes, I, yeah, I, know about. yeah yes. I like that one too a little bit. What is this Timu and how much money do they have?
4: I felt like oh, they were yeah. every other commercial. Uh, they they packed a big punch last night. What did they do? I, the, it's I, think, I don't even know, to be honest. they sell things? I feel like they were I in think my, like a, I think it's kind of like a in budget shopping thing. Like, yeah. Wish. You yeah, had I a like question wish. with that. I think
2: there was a question of, like, what are the 10 apps that sell the most in go. America, and Timu was on it, yep. and I didn't even know what it was.
3: Still don't really know what it does.
2: <laughs> yes, no. So they T- didn't
3: get enough money uh, bang for
4: their buck, if we still don't know, because they were everywhere.
2: Yeah, they were on there. That that was on there, and that was good.
4: Um, I liked uh, Lil Wayne moving on up with George and Weezy on the top floor. Yeah. Washington yes. yeah. Wayne for uh, How about
3: Arnold Schwarzenegger as a new State Farm guy? Did you like any of those? I think I missed that one. Ooh,
4: Michael Sarah for Sarah V. Lotion. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. I, I, s- I that saw one.
2: that, and I, I didn't know what that meant. I mean, I, I saw it, but there was like a Twitter thing with that. Um Jesus had a commercial. That's how you know the Super Bowl's big, Shannon, no, I know it? It, Even right? Jesus is good. Uh, he had
3: like the Jesus had like the second commercial. It was yeah. like right out of the game. Well, I mean, if you, you gotta be your Jesus, Jesus you gotta hit. Gets, get, yeah,
2: nerd gummy clusters come with <laughs> Jesus in the same break.
3: The first commercial we, I thought was odd was a uh, a movie promo for an upcoming Disney movie. With Deadpool. our doing with Wizard of Oz. Oh, Wicked. oh no, Wicked. Wicked, oh, yeah,
2: wicked, yeah. That, that's that used to. It was a play or a musical.
3: Yeah. So
2: then, you, so you had all that. Then there was Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, she was with now. Who is Ice Spice? Like a TikTok uh, she's story. just a rapper. She's a rapper. Okay, because yes. I, I, when people kept saying she was with Ice Spice, I was thinking it was one of the Spice
3: Girls. That's exactly what I thought it was. <laughs> no, I mean, no, why no, I did that was sporty. There yeah, was but I
2: well, I didn't think there was an ice, Maybe. and I wondered had they taken one of the spices <laughs> out and put in a they new froze ice. Her. because Replaced I will her. say she looks like she could be a Spice Girl, no doubt. Right? Yeah, and then the other one was Blake Lively. Okay, now didn't she
4: is she married to Ryan yes. Reynolds? Yes. Are they married? Yes. Okay, he was probably at Wrexham or whatever he's doing now. Okay, so these they celebrity were a, sightings, not just in that suite, everywhere it was
2: insane. Yeah, they were all there. They Everyone all, was there, and they all seemed to know each other. And she was like going crazy. Here's watching her Taylor Swift's faces was like watching a mountain high school football mother. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone was like like
3: they were all like
2: ah yeah.
3: like it, it was all too it was very excited. You know, I, I haven't been the biggest Taylor Swift supporter, but watching her, she's into the game. That's I felt like that was sincere. She's she's in it. She's a fan. She's not Taylor Swift's mega superstar. She's a fan supporting her man. Did
2: you watch any of the Nickelodeon? Brian no, yet? I
3: didn't watch any of that.
2: I got to see some of the highlights. Uh, I did like when Usher came out. SpongeBob says, this is what was playing when your dad and mom met.
3: <laughs> oh. oh. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. <laughs>
2: Which I thought Shannon was a pretty funny thing for Nickelodeon to say, spicy, right? It's right? a little. I thought it was a little uh, spicy yeah. for SpongeBob. SpongeBob getting a little spicy, don't you
1: think? <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah, I didn't see that. I got to go back and maybe uh, catch the Nickelodeon highlights. Yeah, that's highlights.
2: on. That's on, that. that the, the highlights are on there. They also made a joke about Leonardo DiCaprio only dating like twenty-five year olds. <laughs> so I was like, they wouldn't even make that on the main <laughs> broadcast, much less on SpongeBob
4: broadcast. It sounds like I was watching the wrong
2: channel. No kidding.
3: So anyway. You consider it a positive uh, Super Bowl. I do, just because the way it finished, the, the history of men now with the Chiefs, and th- they We're go not in.
2: Travis Kelsey almost knocking old man Reed down.
3: You know, anybody else does that to their coach, they're out. You know, not you, in the Super Bowl, you guys. Man, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, he went at him aggressively. Did. I did see the interview
2: afterwards. Andy Reid was like, I don't have very good balance. <laughs> yeah, he was laughing about it. He's like, you got to be careful. I don't have balance Dude, I anymore. I feel like they scream at each other a lot. The
4: Chiefs? The Chiefs. Yeah. yeah I feel like they 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 yell at each other quite a bit. <laughs> they do, but in that interview, Andy made a point that said, I understand Travis more than any other player. Like, that's my guy. I mean, if they have no issue, even though it looked pretty extreme to us at home, I mean, he laughed it He's off pretty so quickly. weird.
2: Like, like, I listened to him on his podcast. He sounds articulate and smart. And then in the post game interview, Shane, he's going, You got to fight for your right to party. And And you're like, What? And then in the podcast, he's like, You know, Jason, I was sitting and thinking about the latest philosophical trends. And I'm like, How is this the same guy? He's
3: amped up. Yeah, got his football (laughs) hat on at that moment, his helmet on, smelling salts. Yeah. So uh I did enjoy it. I did too.
2: I thought the you know, the first three quarters were really, really boring.
4: But then it did ramp up there at the end. Oh, one more. Reba. I made a I made an error. I don't know what happened. My T V was thirty minutes behind for like two hours. So I'm watching these hype videos and I'm excited and Abby goes, Twitter says Reba already went and I pick up the remote and hit fast-forward, and we were 30 minutes behind. Oh, wow. for, so, I, so I missed the 30 minutes of pregame because then I just jumped forward. To I do like off. there's still a fight about whether she went over or under. Yeah, what do you some think about Some sports
2: it? books say it was under. Mm-hmm. Some say it was over. It all depends on what you consider the national anthem. Is the national anthem when the music starts? when her voice starts, when she says brave once, or when she says brave twice. And apparently each sports book, Shannon, had a different set of rules. See, yeah. So depending on where you mm. got, she either went over or under. I thought it had to be under because it felt like to me she ripped right
1: through it, didn't it, to you? She, yeah, and she had the music that kind of, you know, forced her pace to go to pick up a little bit when you have music versus acapella. But, yeah, I mean, it goes back to when she said brave and she kind of came back to it. That would have pushed it over 130.
2: Yes, but then yeah. does it start when the music started or what? when she sings her first note? I, Some I people think it's had different starts singing. That's what I think. Yeah. But but I have no idea. I thought she she did well. I didn't particularly think Post Malone did the best job on that song. But oh, really? What, I thought it was great. Did you? I don't know. It just wasn't my thing. But then again, whatever. I mean, that's an impossible
3: job, <laughs> oh. you know. He's
4: he's so skinny
3: now. What was it? He, who was the guy in the commercial tried to rub his uh, tattoos off?
4: That was him trying to rub his tattoos I thought was it was him.
3: Yeah. Okay. No, no, that
4: was Jelly Roll. Oh, excuse me. No, it was Jelly Roll. You're right. Yeah, it, it was, was Jelly, Jelly Roll. Roll. Yeah. yeah, Jelly Roll was trying to take his tattoos off.
3: Okay. I don't remember that one either. It was <laughs> where they all forgot.
4: That was actually one of the better ones. Like, everyone forgot things, and he couldn't remember getting the tattoos. He's like, does this come off?
3: Yeah, yeah. I
2: do wonder if those guys, now that they're really famous, do they wish they didn't have face tattoos? Yeah. I've Because you probably could get rid of them, can't you?
3: I think there's technology now. You can very yeah. painfully.
2: Yeah. I you bet know? it does. Yeah. Eight five nine two eight zero twenty two eighty seven. Well, we still won't up with the, up and up with the phones. We'll talk a little about Bush Homden, and then of course UK Gonzaga. This is Kentucky Sports Radio. With the Lucky Land Slots,
1: you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Shane, so you didn't play the Usher song. You said 10:30. Oh, okay. Well, we'll it's not 10:30 yet, sir. I did. I did the <laughs> uh, the Usher song. I, I want to get that outfit Usher wore. I don't know that I would. That, that, I, it's really my kind of thing. But the blue and the black, it felt like a good Kentucky. Uh, you can wear it to a Kentucky yeah. game,
3: right? Yeah, that that blue and black outfit he had when he was doing really the, the dance right there. Yeah,
2: at the end and the Jordan 4s he was wearing that were all chromed out. Those looked good. It was, uh, it was good stuff. You know, they didn't show this on TV, but I saw online that the celebratory coin toss was done by Carrot Top, which I am amazed Carrot Top was able to pull that off. Like, all these big stars there, Shannon, and Carrot Top still finds his way to the field. He's a Vegas staple, right?
1: He Doesn't is. Like he's like residency. Mr. Vegas. It's like yeah. him
4: and Wayne Newton have been yeah. there the longest. It was a big week for Carrot Top, but a lot of those people you kind of forget exist. I saw them on social media at all those events, but I guess if Vegas is hosting something, you got to roll out all those long time. see, performers. they said it
2: was the worst traffic in the history of Vegas. Oh, it wow. Took, there were people still trying to get out of the stadium if you had gone by car, which they had told people not to do. But if you didn't listen, you went by car. There were people still trying to get out of the parking lot, Shannon, four and a half hours after the game. That remind you of anything? I would have gotten out. WrestleMania? It was WrestleMania, mean? but I would have gotten out. <laughs> yeah. I would have yeah. got. I would have found a way. But they, that. but they said all week, don't drive, and then people didn't listen. Four and a half
3: hours to get out of the mm-hmm. parking lot. I guess Billy's dad and Billy's brother went to the game, didn't yeah. sell their tickets. I, so mean, they went I can't to the believe game. they didn't sell either. their tickets. They, yeah. were, they,
2: they were offered by game time. Yeah, by game time, the cheapest ticket on the thing was ninety five hundred dollars. So if they had Oh my goodness. I mean, they could've made eighteen to twenty thousand dollars and they went to the game, Shannon, and they don't even care about the two teams.
1: Yeah, I would have gone to Vegas, sold those tickets and went out and had one hell of a night.
3: I, I will say this about Billy's dad. He talked to me at the whiskey thief distillery after there, he goes, Look, it's it's making memories with my son. He goes one of the greatest things I've done is I took Billy to the Super Bowl. I want to do that now but with my could younger have had son memories too. Memories
2: on the slots, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. Maybe they have those too saved, <laughs> on the strip. And
3: saved a lot more money, wouldn't you? Let's uh, go look at the fountains at C- at Caesar's. That you but know. It ended up being ended up
2: being uh, ended up being an exciting yeah. exciting game. Although I like I said I I don't know about Tony Romo. I, I, I you know when he first started. Everybody said he's the best. And yeah. I think it might be time for Yeah. I think he's been hanging out with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and like ayahuasca or something cuz it's just he's just he's odd now in these he things. He is. And, and, and,
1: by the way, when is Tom Brady supposed to start? I mean, that, yeah, he's not he is not going to be good.
2: Well, do, do you think he'll be good? I mean, he could he's be. pretty funny. Probably won't be singing. Well, he's starting next year and Fox has a Super Bowl next year. So, like, he's immediately going to get thrown ah, in and his yeah. very first year.
3: So, he's with Fox.
2: He is with Fox. He will take over for Greg Olson. Greg Olson will move down to number two.
3: Actually, I thought Greg Olson good. I think Greg good. Olson's good. I do too.
2: Yeah. Uh, one person writes, Matt, I timed the national anthem from the first, first note to her last note, and it was 135. But then I went back, and I went from first word to last brave, and it was 129. Right. The over-under was 130. If you had one or the other, you have to be angry. That is true. I feel like it wasn't clear enough
1: going well, into it. I could tell. You, I don't know which one, which service it went through, but a friend of mine who I was hanging out with at the party, his son bet over and lost because they said it was under because they didn't count that last break. That was the second break. MGM yeah. said
2: under. That was where I got someone. Because DraftKings didn't have it. Right. Right. So I had to go get somebody to bet it there. Uh-huh. And so I won, but I could easily. But there were other places apparently that called it an over, so it was very controversial.
4: I could see. Do you see, think she knew what she was doing that's when what I she was said? Because <laughs> she made a video making fun of the length of the anthem, and her husband's laughing. Is it going to be over or under? So they know what's going on. Yeah. So you think they did it to be controversial? I guess everybody's talking
2: about it. Yep, I think she added the second Brave on purpose.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you have the music, you already have the beats per minute programmed.
2: No, you already know what yeah, it's going to be, exactly. right? So, yeah. like, okay, so uh, I want to go back to the overtime for a second. I feel like CBS did a pretty poor job of telling us. The, first of all, it's new rules. New I rules. think these rules are a lot better. There's a debate about should the 49ers have taken the ball first. Because now that both teams are guaranteed the ball, there's an argument you'd go second Uh so you know what you need. But here's the problem with doing that. If for whatever reason you end up tied at the end of the first, like both teams score, then you're giving the team that got the ball first a free chance to go win the game.
3: Because it's sudden death after that, Because it's sudden
2: death after that. So everybody's killing Shanahan for not taking the ball second. But I can see why you would take it first. There's a mathematical answer to this, but the problem is, Drew, there's no sense yet because yeah. we've never done it before to know which one is right, you know?
4: Yeah, and I thought he did it because the Chiefs' defense looked gassed and they were giving it to McCaffrey. He's getting four or five yards just about every time he wanted. So I thought he was not even thinking of analytics. He was just thinking their defense doesn't need to sit down right now. We'll go the length of the field and score. It didn't help him then in the postgame interviews
2: – The Chiefs all said, we went over this scenario all year. We knew what the rules were. And then they interviewed the 49ers, and the 49ers players said, we didn't know
3: about the rules. I wonder if they didn't even know about the clock. Well, so the
2: clock. There. I. How does CBS not tell us that the clock doesn't matter? I'm sitting there. I'm know, I'm on the phone with hubby, and I'm sitting there going, "They got to go. Yeah. They got to go. Why aren't they calling timeout?" out? Yeah. And then
3: right at the end, Romo says, "Well, the clock doesn't matter." Feels like they should have said that way early. Way early, like with four minutes left, give us a little heads up that if it's clock runs out, they can I still just, go another quarter. I just kept
2: complaining, like Shannon. I was like, "They're not going fast enough. I, I they're not the going." Same
3: thing.
1: Yeah. Like they're, they're
2: going to run out of time. They're going to run out of time, and then it. Turns Turns out the time didn't matter. Yeah. I wish they
4: had. I, I don't understand why they took so long to say that. Well, I even said out loud when overtime started, I was like, well, this game can't end a tie. Why do we even need a clock at all? I don't understand why you Because need a it's clock. not the regular season. It's not going to tie, it's going to come down to a sudden death score.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, it's the first time they've ever done it. I do think it's a better rule than what they did before. Agreed. The way they did it. We'll take a break. Be right back.
0: KSR. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: TJ Smith, personal injury attorney. Call TJ. He'll make them pay.
1: Welcome back to Kentucky Sports Radio presented
2: by Stockton Mortgage. Here's Matt Jones.
1: So this was Usher
2: last night. Now, right now, he's wearing that blue thing, yep. which I got to find it again. Yeah, I, think he'd look good, I, it? I don't
4: know that I could pull it off. Do you know your shoulder pad size?
2: <laughs> you're going to need that. Now, you can hear Shannon. Listen, you can hear how much he's out of his voice right here. See, that, that no. has to be live. Cause he's like, can I? tell? No. like he's like, you can tell it. Yeah. I actually think it makes it better, Shannon, the would, fact that it's clear he's lost his breath.
1: Yeah, I would rather him miss a couple of lines, be out of breath, than just go up there and lip sync like they've done in the past. So if they're doing it live now, that's great. I got way
2: too excited right here when he said when when Luda came out. I, I know even, it was just it was it was great. It was I, I tweeted that it made everyone thirty five to fifty feel like they still
3: mattered. And I think because. It was surprised. I, I maybe had gotten out, but I hadn't seen that Ludacris was going to be part of the halftime shows so when he came out. I'm like, whoa! It is a little depressing though to know he's the same age as
2: me, Drew. And then he takes his shirt off, and I'm like, "Well, I don't really look like that."
4: <laughs> I don't know though. With him, he's defying you know all laws of aging, and that that dude's on something. You think he's they have alien. like access to things <laughs>
2: that we don't? Oh yeah, Shannon, like yes. anti-aging Pri- things. Well, yeah, it-
1: that private chef, private trainer, yeah, all that.
2: We got to find one of those.
4: I liked how uh, you I know, got the trainer, but the chef is is a big part. That's, yeah. I need mean that diet's a big Mo- part of it. Most of my Usher jams are slow songs. I like that he still worked them in, but it, you know, it wasn't a sad perform. Prefer- He'd do a few lines and move on to something more upbeat. Everybody we got the
2: full catalog. Everyone listening, your wives and your girlfriends would all leave you for Usher. Yes, they do. They 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 they, they have a he has a thing. Yeah, right? that includes you, Abby. Yes. They have- <laughs> All right, so that is our – that's our Super Bowl. Now, I'm saving UK Gonzaga for last because it's the most depressing. So let's talk about Bush Hobman. Okay. We get a new offensive coordinator. Uh, I don't think people know a lot about him. I'll give you some facts. First of all, he was the offensive coordinator at Boise State. Uh, When he got there, they were one of the worst offenses in the country. He moved them up to where they they improved quite a bit. At one point, he was the uh, quarterback's coach, I think, for the Falcons. I think he was the OC for like a year in Washington. He is is a Kuwaiti-born citizen. He he was actually – it's quite an interesting story. We didn't know this on the pregame. He was born in Kuwait. When Iraq invaded Kuwait in 1991, he and his family happened to be on vacation in San Diego. Really? They just happened to be on vacation, and they just stayed. And didn't go back. Because when it happened, they were granted asylum. So he ended up living in America – and never went back home. Wow. That's a great... And I want you to think about that, Shannon, what it would be like to go on vacation and then all of a sudden, like, just have to move. I don't think, think about I... that. I don't think I could. That's that's a pretty amazing story, right? Like, he's on vacation. First of all, the coincidence of having been on vacation. Yeah. And then it happens. And then you end up going. And then what an American dream story. What, what rises up. To become an offensive coordinator in in college football, and he's coached in the NFL, that's just, for nothing else, that's just a cool, uh, interesting story, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I think it's an awesome story. Helps, his, helps me get to feel like, okay, this is a good dude. Maybe he went through that. I like him already. One more to his wild
4: story. Once they lived here, he lived by the Pentagon during 9-11, lived down the road from the Pentagon. Really? So, yeah, I mean – it. obviously. He like, finds, finds his way and yeah, all this but, uh, stuff. He's been, a, he's been a journeyman around college football, but since you know Kentucky guys, luck everyone at everyone, KSR has been digging into what he's been doing, there's been times he's taken over mid-year and won a couple games, has done really well on the recruiting trail in situations where maybe that school wasn't supposed to win a recruit, so even though he hadn't been somewhere, and it's a name everyone knows nationally, he's got a pretty good track record of all these places he's made stops. Alright, so, uh, his style apparently, you know, what do I know,
2: but uh, does like to throw the ball, but Shanahan guy. He's never coached with him, but that brand A Shanahan kind of guy. Uh, But has also found when he has good running backs, has had a great rushing attack. They did that this year at Boise State. Um, So I actually, after the pregame show, we found out during the pregame show, Mm -hmm. um, I called some people around the program. Apparently he was considered, uh, Ryan, for the job when they hired Liam the first time. He was one of the names, like, I think that Stoops looked at. Stoops has always liked him. Um, and he was one, I'm told, one of only two names, that basically Stoops zeroed in on two people this time. He was one of them. I couldn't get anybody to tell me who the other one was. So, uh, But apparently there were two, and I think Stoops maybe met with two, and this is the one he decided to go with. How about, by the way, doing the whole search and nobody finding out any of
3: it? They did a great job keeping it quiet. I mean, nobody. Two people.
2: We may never know who the second one was, and this one becomes the guy without uh, whatever.
3: I like the fact that Stoops had already kind of had a little relationship with him and kind of basically kind of interviewed him the first time. So he kind of maybe knew going in, hey, I'm going after Bush this time. I like him. I went with Liam last time, but he's my guy. I like that, knowing that he already had that confidence in him. So, uh,
2: Shannon, the moment it comes out – there were already people saying it was terrible, who I guarantee didn't know who he was. No, I, I didn't even know that name. So I, I mean, nobody – look, there are people that know. I mean, Adam Luckett's and Nick Roush's of the world probably knew because they're, they're football dorks, right? Like, they're the – and that's – I mean, I say that with love. But, no – I mean, come on. No, none of you all knew who he was, really. So, I think, true this is just like, we'll find out, you know? The, yeah. now, the question for me is, do the players end up liking him? And you, you – Ryan, what are you hearing in that regard?
3: I, I'm telling you, I can say this. I, I was with Dane Saturday morning, and we talked about it, and he said he really didn't know. And then Saturday afternoon, during our basketball pregame show, it comes out. So that's how quiet they kept it. I don't think players But the I mean, do you do know,
2: you know the, what the players have they said anything about about him yet?
3: Uh, no. I was, Dante and I were watching the game last night, and you know, like you said, they were a nut, they were a running attack at Boise. You know. For me, I want him to throw every possession. So I wish they would just throw it around all the time. But he, I guess yeah, I think he does both. I think he just, like you said, adjusts to what his personnel is going to be. Yeah, and not really
4: knowing him can be a good thing when we've had a different coordinator every year. I mean, if this guy leaves after a year, then we had a crazy season. Otherwise, it's a dude that's probably gonna. I almost said plant some roots. I caught myself there. I'm not going to say that. Say I almost said that. I but I mean, anybody. a guy off the radar, the phone probably not going to ring unless he does something special right away. So at least should set up some longevity it, unless he just goes off and we lose him after one year with the history of that job. Who knows? Oh, I see what you so I, I wasn't falling. You kind of think, like,
2: look, I mean, if not you not go like and it's...
4: get a big name, he's probably yeah. going to leave next year. I'm saying there, there can be some good in an up and comer going to be here a little longer oh, okay, unless he just does something really special then i guess we're happy he's moving on
3: i i trust stoops you know i i think like i said he, he already knew this is the guy maybe he zeroed in on him and I, tr- I trust what he's doing and the way he's trying to build the offense and so i i believe I, I like the guy who texted you Say that's a swing and a miss as soon as you announced it on the pregame show, he, t- he tweeted you swinging to me. How do you know? How do you know? You don't know. You don't know.
2: And I'm a big believer. I, I I say this about Cal when he hired the Chuck Martin guy and and the and Welsh. And I say this about Stoops. Unless it's a name that you're really familiar with, I think you give coaches the benefit of the doubt on their assistants. Ultimately, you're going you're going to lit you're going to a coach is going to live or die. With his assistance, right? So if he doesn't do well, it's going to be on stoops. And I think you just say, look, you know, he deserves benefit of the doubt, and then we'll judge it next year, yeah. right? I mean, I don't know how else you can do it, uh, Drew. I mean, and the biggest question for me now is how many of our guys does he keep, right? Like, do we – we've got on paper this really good offense next year, Will we be able to keep him here after spring practice? That's what I think we'll have to figure out.
4: And with this guy's recruiting background, I know he has He's to, a great recruiter. Yeah, he That's has, been
2: one of his things.
4: He has the number one player that he had till he came to Kentucky, uh, number one player in 2023 was going to go play for him this year. Um, he has apparently
2: done – his sort of specialty has been the portal. He's apparently done very, very well in the portal.
4: And good developing Missouri, which is why Stoops interviewed him the first time in 2011. It's just a matter of getting here and setting these relationships and making sure everyone sticks around. So there you go, Bush Homden.
3: Bush Homden.
4: Is this our first ever foreign-born football coach?
3: I can't think of another one.
4: We've had some I've wondered if they're of this earth, but uh, (laughs) – Well,
2: I that's mean, still earth. earth. It's uh, other countries are still. I just mean earth.
4: I don't even know where where they came from.
2: Buddy. Yeah,
3: uh, I I can't think of one. Can you? I, it seems like maybe they, there was a uh, offensive line coach that was like Hawaiian, or Hawaiian.
2: It, Hawaii is America. <laughs> yeah, that's one of our fifty states.
3: <laughs> Some he was maybe had Samoan,
2: also America.
3: Yeah, I, th- I, I think remember. we had one from Nebraska. <laughs> yeah.
4: No, I can't think of any. To answer your question, seriously, I cannot. This was, this eyes, is likely the first. With all eyes
2: on the on the NBA and college basketball, now's the time to get into DraftKings, their official sports betting partner of the NBA. There's a no sweat bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you've never signed up. This is kind of crazy. You sign up, first bet you make, whatever it is, up to $1,000, Shannon. If you lose, they get it back to you. That's a hell of a deal. Take it It's a heck of a it. first yeah. bet. Yeah, yeah, it is. So if you yeah. haven't signed up for DraftKings, promo code is KSR. Up to a thousand dollars. If your bet is losing, the code is KSR. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call one of your gambler. Eighteen plus. Physically present. In Kentucky. One no sweat. New no sweat bet per new customer issued is one no sweat bet amount on initial losing bet. Bonus bet expired one hundred sixty eight hours after issue. a deposit wagering eligibility Stick Supply Time to DraftKings. slash promos. We'll take a break. very right backs KSR. To talk to Matt
1: Jones and the crew, call the Clarks Pump and Shop phone line at 859-280-2287 or 1-800-606-4263 and send us the Kentucky Branded Tweet of the Day by tweeting Matt at KY Sports Radio.
0: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? I'm gonna try not to sing, but
2: this is one of my karaoke songs. Good song. I, I, won't, I won't sing this in karaoke if I'm gonna be somewhere that people might know me. <laughs> but like, I'll do it. I'll do it like at the uh, when I'm when I am on the fellowship. Yeah, this is like a, uh-huh. a karaoke song. Yeah, I am. I said, and then they put it in that commercial. It was perfect. It was for was it Volkswagen? I think Volkswagen. But it's way too dramatic. It's Ba 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 (laughs) ba. You know, it's very. I like Neil Diamond, Shannon. Everything Neil Diamond did, over the top. Yeah, I like that. It's Good stuff. I think it worked well for the Super Bowl commercial. It did over the top, but I I liked it. I thought it. But I like it. But that's good over the top.
3: Yeah, it made us remember that
2: commercial. You may remember one time, an ex girlfriend of mine filmed me singing this in the car and put it up on social media. Mm. It was an embarrassing video.
3: It was this song.
2: It was. <laughs> it was. Because yeah, I, I get very dramatic when it comes on mm-hmm. because it's a very dramatic song, yeah. right? Uh, one person, It's Bush Hamden, not Hamden. So, like, green eggs and Hamden.
3: Okay. Hamden.
2: So, I have to get that in my mind. I would have thought Hamden. It's H-A-M-D-A-N. Bush Hamden. One person says, Matt, how can you say it'll be stable when he's been at 11 schools in 14 years? That's true. But you know, a lot of those jobs are like he's moving up the up the ladder. He's now kind of at a part. Look, I mean, I'm not I, I'm not going to assume anyone any assistant's going to stay here for a long time. But I think when you're moving up the ladder, going from GA to another GA to a wide receiver coach, like I just I think that's a little different, Drew.
4: Yeah, he's moving around because he went from Davidson to Washington to the Atlanta Falcons. You know, he's just like we said, had a listener, climbing the, the coaching character. We had a listener
2: who wrote me who played for him at Davidson. That's right. Played for him when he was the offensive coordinator at Davidson. Said he's one of the smartest people he's ever met.
3: Yeah, that was a glowing endorsement. A guy played for him. And
2: this didn't. was a, a listener, and a listener who's written us a number of times. So, I don't think he's like some uh, crackpot, right? So, I think uh, – so, we'll see. Um, all right, let's talk about the basketball game. You guys
3: want to go first? No, go ahead, Matt. This is your job. You go ahead. I
2: mean, it's, it's an awful loss. It's an awful loss. Uh, it's a historic loss in the sense of three times in a row at home for only the second time in school history. Um, I read a stat on on the postgame show. We've only lost Shannon to three unranked teams at home in a year seven times, mm-hmm. and three of them have been in the last four years. <laughs> um, you know, I, th- I think the most disappointing next to postseason, the most disappointing thing about the last few years is our inability to protect home court. You know, teams are going to lose on the road. Auburn lost by almost 30 at Florida. Like, that 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 happens, and I, I don't love it, but I get it. Like, that happens to almost every team nowadays. But the way we're not able to protect home court is really disappointing. And then on Saturday, I mean, we led by six at one point. But the reality is we were down most of the game, except for that little – that stretch. And, you know, I went through all the detail – on the post game show, but I was, I'm really disappointed. I think, I think this season is not, it's not over. Can always turn around. I'm I'm not giving up, but there's no reason for this team to be 16 and seven drew at this point.
4: No. And I completely agree with the Rupp arena thing in the last 80 minutes of basketball in Rupp arena, Kentucky has led for five minutes and 14 seconds. And at no point in either of those games did any part of me think they were going to win. And I don't care who the opponent is. That just doesn't happen with Kentucky basketball rep Arena. But they have now played two games where right as the ball was tipped, I not one time thought they could win it.
2: Well, I, I think, from, you know, you can put a lot of these games on mistakes the players made. This game to me is on coaching. It just is. When they run the same thing for ten straight minutes and you don't make an adjustment, I don't know how you can't put that on coaching. I don't. I don't know how you can't put that on. I don't understand. I'll never in my life, Shannon, see a worse final play than what we did.
1: Yeah. All the talent you have. All the All, shooters, all talent, the
2: shooters you have. And you go for a lob. All that talent. And you end up lobbing it to a do. Like and you don't even have Dillingham in. You got three. You got three of the best shooters we'll ever have at this school. And you're throwing a lob, and we're like the worst. We, 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 this may be the worst lob throwing team we've ever had, Ryan. I, I'll ne- I'll never understand what that
3: was. Yeah, that last play was ridiculous. Like you said, you have three elite scorers. That's who you want to put the ball in their hands. No offense to a dude, but an alley oop to a dude is not on my list of things I'm going to draw up. And why is it? U- Hugo even in? I don't even know why Hugo was in there. You got to have your all. You need a bucket. You have your offensive guys in there. But when I mean, you talk about Rupp Arena. You know what? Tubby Smith never lost three games at home. Billy Gillespie never lost three games at home. And we were ready to run both those guys out of town. This is unacceptable to lose at home. Mark Few, this is is like the third coach that has said something after the game. Mark Few's like, yeah, you know, we knew when we saw Ugo, we knew we were going to do pick and roll. When we saw Big Z, pick and roll. When we saw Bradshaw, we're going to pound it inside. And no, we didn't make any adjustments at all to what they were doing.
2: I mean, maybe – it would have just been impossible to stop them. but you got to change it up.
3: Got to do something. You
2: got to do something. This is the most amazing stat to me. With 11 minutes to go, we took a 57
1: 51 lead. Which is- say, say that again because you cut out.
2: With 11- <laughs> 11 minutes to go, we took a 57 51 lead. Are we there now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. From that point on, the- Gonzaga scored on every possession but two in which they took a
3: shot yeah it seemed like they scored like 10 straight times I mean they we, we could not make a stop and they went down pounded inside when Bradshaw was in there and, and they're getting layups I mean if they I were told getting layups that
2: Reed Shepard and Antonio Reeves would combine for 36 points in the second half and you would lose There's
3: no way that's not possible, it's not
4: possible. That 12-0 run was so fun, but I'm I, like I just said, I'm sitting there going, this is fool's gold because when Gonzaga would score, it looked so easy. Yes. When Kentucky would score, you know, Reed was spectacular in that stretch, making plays, but you can't do that for an entire game. Gonzaga is just getting wide open. That EK was scoring as much as he wanted uh, for Gonzaga, and that's why I'm just watching that game. Even when Kentucky went up six, I'm thinking, well, Gonzaga is just going to keep on scoring. And I don't know so, if Kentucky can sustain what they're doing right now. We played too many guys.
3: Yes.
2: You know, Cal said we lost the game in the first half. Well, part of the reason we lost the game in the first half is you played seventy seven play people <laughs> in the first half. Second half they played like six.
3: Right? And with Dillingham on the bench and most I, of the second by half. By the way,
2: this is one thing. I, I it doesn't I wasn't that upset Dillingham was on the bench, to be honest with you, because we were rolling on offense. Problem was we couldn't stop anybody. Yeah. Now, at the end, though, I think you got to have him in on that final play, right? Because I, I, I'll never understood why we wrote that. And you can say all you want about the read is then if he doesn't have the lob, he throws it to Reeves. Option one should not be a lob to a dude.
3: No. D- a I- dude played very well. That's not your number one option when you need a bucket.
4: I couldn't believe Rob went in the game. I'm fine with him not playing a lot of the second half. But with 13 seconds left, you don't need a rebound. You don't need defense. You need two to win, three to tie. You no, have the two, most – or oh, excuse me, know. flipped it. Yeah, sorry, I'm still mad. You have the most dynamic score in college basketball. All you need is points. You don't need him to guard yep. anybody, and he was sitting watching with the rest of us in Rupp Arena. The worst part is uh,
2: there was an account that said coaches – a coach texted Rob Doster and said, when you see them come out in that set, you know what they're running. Every coach in America does because they've done the same thing for 13 years.
3: No adjustment. No. Eight five
2: nine two eight zero twenty two eighty seven. We will open the phones now, and you can get in if you'd like to talk about any of those things. KS Bar is open. We'll take a break. Be right back. It's Kentucky Sports Radio.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky.